Silence is prayer. Prayer is faith. Faith is love. Love is service. The fruit of service is peace. This is a quote from Mother Teresa. Silence is prayer. We know that. Prayer is faith. Faith is love. Love is service. And service, the fruit of service is So last October, not so far from this time of the year, Mark and I went to Salt Lake City, Utah to go to the Parliament of the World's Religions. And we were there with 10,000 other people from all over the world who came together to work on issues that affect the entire world. Um, all kinds of different topics were discussed. But every day we had, we had an experience that was really quite phenomenal. Um, and Crystal went with us. Crystal is in the back. She went with us last year too. So each day the Sikh community served what is called a langar And a langar is a community meal. And so if you are a Sikh and you have a Sikh temple, then um, when you go to the temple, part of your job is seva. It's service. And if you live within a one-mile radius, the, the um, kind of the, the context of service for the Sikh community is that no one within a one-mile radius will be hungry. Which, if you think about a one-mile radius for us, if we were to take this on, to feed everyone who might be hungry in a one-mile radius, not once, but three times a day, would be a pretty big task, wouldn't it? So, in India, where this, is, is, um, where this practice originated, that can be better than 50,000 people three times a day that are being fed. And when you come into a langar, you sit on the floor unless you're unable. There are a few tables for people who are older or might be hurt or have a reason that they can't sit. But otherwise, kings and paupers sit next to each other. Everyone sits on the floor and you sit in long lines with people back to back all the way down. And people come through with buckets and food and ladles and they serve you and they serve you as though serving you is the most joy-filled, awesome, incredible thing they could ever get to do in their lives. And they tell you how happy they are that you're there. And how are you today? And would you like some more? Is this good or would you like some of this instead? Can I get you something else? There, I have never seen people serve with such true, from the heart, desire to love people, to just express love. So at the parliament, they serve 10,000 people lunch every day. Huge, massive. They cook all the food, and it's delicious. This is not, you know, gruel. <laughs> this is a meal, a delicious, amazing meal with mango juice and beautiful Indian spices and a meal you would pay money for to go out to. And it's cooked with so much love. And so much care, because it's seva. And it makes me wonder about us. <laughs> it makes me think, hmm, if they disappeared in their neighborhood, 
it would make a difference, right? Hmm. What, what is it that we do that would make a difference if we suddenly were raptured? <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> what would happen here? Would it make a difference? How do we think about how we are in the world? So they practice what is called seva. And seva is a Sanskrit word that means Selfless service. It is selfless service done as the expression of the divine. It is selfless service not done for service to humanity, but selfless service done in order to activate the expression of the divine. So what that means is this. We, we talk a lot here. You'll hear us say often, you are God expressing, we are God expressing. God, God, it's all that is. Whatever you call that, that sense of presence, we are that expressing. We live into that expressing. And so seva is being that. So if you could encounter that which you think is holy, if you could have a face-to-face meeting with God, God is all that is, I am, however you see that divine presence, what would you expect it to feel like? Wouldn't it be the most incredibly loving thing you could ever experience? That that presence would feel like pure love, pure, complete, unadulterated love. Grace, wouldn't you feel like your being there in that presence would heal everything about you? Seva is about the practice of being that. It's not about how we fix things for everybody else, even though in the process we do. Seva is about If I express what I think is the holy, how would it feel coming through me? So imagine that the seva that you're doing is washing dishes. Something so simple as washing dishes. It happens back in fellowship every Sunday, doesn't it? It's a big job, actually. People do a lot back there cleaning the kitchen. Imagine if you were the holy washing dishes. Wouldn't you just put your hands in the water and think, oh, oh, this is, this water, this is an amazing thing, isn't it? This water that I'm placing my hands in. And to, to feel the surface of a plate, to think to yourself, people have been fed and nourished. How grateful would we be that people are fed? And wouldn't we just... Send waves of love out to all those people who got to eat because we're God expressing, right? We would express love. <laughs> Yay, all those people got to eat. And this is, this is just the symbol that they ate, that they were nourished. And wouldn't that take you to where the nourishment came from, to the planet and all the good food and all the things that are grown here and everything that brings life and brings... The layers of love go deeper and deeper and deeper, don't they? 
when you live from the love that is divine presence. When you are divine presence existing in everything that you do. So how do we do our seva? We do our seva from a place of observation. If I am love expressing doing this job, how does this feel to me? What do I notice in the people around me? Am I loving the people who are working with me? Am I thanking them for being here? Am I thoroughly, completely enraptured that I get to spend my time with them? Am I seeing love reflected back? Because they are in service as well, aren't they? They are God expressing. How does it feel to be that? Am I able to do this? Can I step into this kind of love for even a short period? Because our world does not encourage this. Our world encourages us to keep arm's length and make sure that we're careful who we let get into our heart. Our, our world also encourages us to be careful where we, where we give our heart. But is that the divine? Would that be the divine love you'd want to encounter? No. The divine love you'd want to encounter would be fully open and blessing, wouldn't it? There would be no resistance. It would be pure flowing love. So when we're in seva, it's different than volunteering. So we volunteer for the American Cancer Society because we want there to be a cure. We want that to be better. We volunteer and we bring food for the food bank because people need to eat. So we volunteer and we do that. We volunteer to help each other. Maybe you volunteer to help Robin in the office or Stevie in the booth. Or We volunteer to, to make things more comfortable for everybody. Volunteering is different than seva. The reason that we call this seva is because it's not just volunteering. The sacred work that's done here is not done only to make humanity better. It's an opening for you to experience what it is that we talk about every Sunday. What it is when we truly do make time to feel ourselves as God expressing. Because it's great to know that. I'm God expressing good. God breathes and God takes a shower every day. Awesome. But to make time to be... Thank you for the laugh. <laughs> when we take time to really allow ourselves to be God-expressing. When we make that opportunity and we're conscious about it and we truly choose to do it, a lot of things happen. One of the things that happens is we get a clearer picture of what we actually believe the divine is because it's no longer something that's happening outside of us. It's something that we're bringing through us, that we're actually embodying and becoming. So it gives us clarity what is it I really think the holy would be like expressing? And you don't have to do some great dramatic feat. You can do it washing dishes. You can do it sweeping floors. You can do it doing anything. You are being God expressing. How would God do that? In your imagination, how would that happen? I said that to my son the other day, and he said, if God was sweeping the room, he would snap his fingers and it would be done. <laughs> didn't quite get the point across. <laughs> How would it feel? So it changes when we do this. It changes our understanding of our own belief systems. And we're not here 
because we need somebody to tell us what God is. We're here to find the pathways to experience that for ourselves. It's one of the things that makes us different than other spiritual communities. We're here to find tools to experience the divine in our own bodies, in our own hearts, in our own souls. And one of the most important ways that we do this is when we're in seva. Because being in service allows us to experience humility. God is not a God that needs big kudos. There's a, I'll read you something that was written uh, to the Sikh community. It says, Sikhism does not preach absolute submission to the higher body. In Sikhism, God is not an arrogant spirit who demands us to be automatons beholden to her will. Because just as we are dependent upon her, so is she dependent upon us. We are enjoined to carry out her work on earth. Because Sikhism is a people-centered belief system, God is not only found in temples, in places of pilgrimage, in certain holy people only. It is focused in you and you and you. Why do you go to the forest in search of the divine? God lives in all and abides in you. A fragrance dwells in a flower. Your reflection dwells in the mirror. So the divine dwells inside everything. Seek, therefore, in your own heart. So that's what we're talking about. We're talking about an absolute experience of giving the generous nature of the presence of the holy coming through us, becoming us, being us in action. So we do lots of different kinds of seva around here. And we're at that time of year where we celebrate the seva. Tomorrow night at 6.30 in Fellowship Hall, we'll have our seva dinner. And if you have been on a team and been in service to the community in any way, and you're free tomorrow night, please come. We're going to have lasagna. It's going to be a lovely night. We're going to just celebrate the seva that has happened. And if you're going to come, please sign up. There's a sign-up sheet on the bulletin board as you just go down the hallway so that we know how much food to make. Um, Robin is cooking, so thank her on the way. She's, anybody who's had Robin's cooking knows that's a treat. So <clears throat> please join us, even if you didn't serve on a team and you just know that you volunteered for something this year, that you put your heart out. And then ask yourself, October 1st, your one-year commitment to whatever team you were on is over. And you have a couple of choices. You can choose to stay on the team you're on. You can choose to sign up for a different kind of seva for the next year. Or you may choose to take a break. Maybe you've done one of the more intense jobs. Our prayer chaplains do a very intense job. It's very high time-intensive. Fellowship is a time-intensive commitment. They're our bingo team. These are time-intensive deep commitments. If you choose to take a break, don't just walk away. Oh, I'm tired now. I'm going to be done. Ask yourself, what did your seva teach you? What did you learn? How was it for you? How did it feel? Were you able to step into seva to express the holy? When you choose to sign up for a new team this year, you have an opportunity to do this from a new place, don't you? This is not just volunteer work. This is expressing the holy in what you do. 
And we don't do this whole volunteer theme, theme, this whole save a theme, just because, oh my gosh, we need you. And we do. The practicalities are we function as a community because we work together. But people come and they say, how can I get involved? How can I really experience what unity is about? How you really experience what unity is about is to understand the sense of seva, to really make it your goal to be God-expressing in what you do, to really give yourself an opportunity to be that rather than just talk about that. So I hope I'll see you at the dinner tomorrow night. I, next Sunday will be Save a Sunday, and that's the Sunday that we put the sheets out so that anybody who wants to sign up for next year's teams can do that. I hope you will consider how you will bring Seva to your life, and I hope that you will remember that Seva is, is the fruit of service, that the fruit of service is peace. Why is it that we experience peace when we're in service? Because... If you are God expressing, nothing can give you a more personalized experience of God, nothing. And that personal knowing of God will bring you peace in everything that happens in your life. It will make your faith real, and it will allow you to know you are, you, that there is a holy presence that moves and is awake and aware and part of every single small detail of our life. I have some quotes for you. Tahera Mafi said, All I ever wanted to do was to reach out and touch another human being, not just with my hands, but with my heart. Neil deGrasse Tyson said, For me, I am driven by two main philosophies. Know more today about the world than I knew yesterday and lessen the suffering of others you'd be surprised how far that gets you. Mahatma Gandhi said the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. Mother Teresa said, at the end of life, we will not be judged by how many diplomas we have received, how much money we have made, how many great things we have done. We will be judged by, I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was naked and you clothed me. I was homeless and you took me in. And I can, if anybody else knows how to say this name, just forgive me if I butcher it. Robin Dranath Tagore. It's something like that. Anyway, the quote is really great. He or she says, I slept and I dreamt that life was joy. I awoke and I saw that life was service. I acted, and behold, service was joy. <laughs>